0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's hot Hollywood podcast. Today, I'm joined by my two amazing co-hosts, the woman who should have gotten to Prince Harry first, Gwen Flamberg. I mean, how could he not have fallen for me? Hey, guys bill asking myself the same question mm-hmm. gf <laughs> and the lady who is keeping hallmark movies in business sarah huron and i can't wait to talk about a meat cute that should probably
1: spark a new kind of hallmark movie very shortly travis hello uh, a meat cube a meat cute a meat cute meat cute like in hallmark movies there are meat cutes
2: Oh, I had no idea. I was like, "What is this Meat Cube movie?" I hope Tori Spelling is starring in it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a chef who comes from the big city to after fall um, falling on the Hibachi grill. After falling on the Hibachi grill and wondering if she could ever be loved because of her scar on her upper arm, well, that actually sounds like something I would tune into. Well, sadly, we don't have meat cubes today, but we do have uh, some celebrities who have accidentally been tear gassed, pop stars battling through a divorce, a royal who is sporting a new walking stick, a White House Housewives crossover that I never thought we'd see, and much, much more. But let us start with our woes of the week, the stories that just particularly made our hosts jump out of their seats, bust jump out of their socks, and just go, whoa, that's celebrities really crazy. Let's start off, Sarah Hiron. What made you go, Bo, this week?
1: Okay, so to call it back to five seconds ago, the meat cute (laughs) that I want to discuss was revealed in Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly's insane GQ cover story. Just when you think these two, you know, are maybe gonna take a break from the from the press circuit or maybe gonna stay home. I don't know. They come out with another ridiculous cover or outfit or sighting. And this GQ story, I think, kind of takes the cake because they did the GQ. like couple quiz and they opened up about how they met, which we know was on the set of this Randall Emmett movie. That's all great. But these quotes and I, and this is Megan Fox speaking. I don't remember your face. And I definitely would have remembered his face. I just remembered this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am
2: weed. I am weed. Then
1: I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. I Am Weed by Machine Gun Kelly.
2: I Am Weed, the new single coming from Machine Gun Kelly, hopefully. And I've seen the memes going around social media that's like, ladies, we need to have higher bars for ourselves when they're like the most romantic thing a guy has ever done is say, I am weed, and then d- disappear into a cloud of smoke.
1: I mean, that these two just like are on another planet. And you know, poor Brian Austin Green and Sharna did get eliminated from dancing with the stars um just this week, which was very upsetting. Um, you know, for me personally, my girl Olivia Jade getting almost getting 10. She's she's killing it. Um, but yeah, so they're on the cover. <laughs> of gq and the other couple is now no longer in the ballroom and i just can't wait to see what happens next
2: god everybody's just up in smoke aren't they <laughs> and flamberg if someone said to you i am weed would you uh consider that a viable pickup option for someone to have dinner with you
0: i have to say that would be like kinds of a turnoff because well you know i'm not gonna throw in a gummy edible out of bed I don't really like the smell of weed. There's nothing really sexy about it. Ew.
2: <laughs> no, it is not. But thank you, Megan Fox, for that piece of gold in pop culture that will be ingrained in my brain until the day I die. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go well this week?
0: Well, this is not about a celebrity who was crazy, just crazy hot. None ever. Then Laverne Cox in a teeny tiny red string bikini. She captained the photo trans joy. And I think it was joy for everyone who saw this photo because she has the best body in Hollywood. She looked amazing. And you guys, if you want to see every hot celebrity bikini picture, go to usmagazines.com slash stylish. Do
2: it now. genuinely do get a satisfaction from those bikini galleries and Laverne Cox's body is amazing because she was a dancer Sick. for so long yes, she has like right. those legs of a ballerina uh I I I'm glad she's taken it all off and stripping it down. Well, my um, woe this week, shout out to Howie Mandel, who collapsed and is fine now. I of a Starbucks in California. That was going to be it, but that's really the whole story. But my woe goes to the Duke of Cambridge. Mighty y'all, some of y'all might know him as Willie. Um, and it's about, he was speaking to the BBC about his initiative to repair our planet. And he encouraged billionaires to get their heads, well, out of the clouds and out of space. I'm sure you can think of who we're speaking to. We're talking to you, Star Trek, William Shatner and Jeff Bezos. Uh, Well, Prince William, as I'm not. Um, But Prince William said, we need some of the world's greatest brains and minds fixed on trying to repair this planet, not trying to find the next place to go and live, the prince said. He, of course, was speeding to Sir Richard Branson, Elon Musk, and all the peoples who have been going up to the spaces. And Prince William said it was, quote, quite crucial to be focused on on this planet, rather giving up and heading out into space and trying to think of solutions for the future. William also mentioned that he had climate anxiety um, that's big with new generations who believes their futures are basically threatened for their entire lives. He said it's very unnerving and very, you know, anxiety making. William said he had absolutely no interest in making the trek up to space and questioned the carbon footprint of the pricey flight now i think it was you know it's sort of a fun thing that all of these billionaires are going into space you look at it you're like oh that's weird you know the amazon head sort of looks like a like a phallic shaped let's say is going out there but when prince william is calling you out i feel like we might have a shift in the people going into orbit thank you prince william well let us dive into some of the news I am so excited to talk about this story. I was gagged and gooped. It would have been my woe if I didn't want to talk about it so much more. Sarah Huron, please tell me about Megan King-Edmonds and why Dr. Jill and Joe Biden were at her third nuptials.
1: <laughs> I think you mean Megan King-Owens.
2: Oh, so sorry, Megan King-Owens. <laughs> Megan King-Owens.
1: It can get confusing. You know, when we met um, the former Orange County, Real House of Orange County star, she was Megan King-Edmonds. Um, then she became Megan O'Toole King, um, totally went back. And now she is Megan king Owens, Um, yeah, that's right, you guys. Megan King married Joe Biden's nephew, Cuff Owens. um, And they have known each other for less than a month. Um, Sources have confirmed to us weekly. Um, Megan and Jim (laughs) broke up. In 2019, just finalized their divorce, though, in May. It got super messy. He is also engaged to someone else. Megan has had two other boyfriends be in and out of the picture, uh, brief dating. And then her and Cuff connected on a dating app. And it was love at first swipe. And they flew to (laughs) see each other. And they met each other's families within a week. She has three kids under the age of four. I assume he was a natural because they were all at the wedding. um, And 50 people... We're at this Columbus Day slash Indigenous People Day nuptials on Monday, and it was a hilarious way the world found out because the White House updated Joe Biden's schedule to say that he would be at a wedding in Pennsylvania, and then to say it's Cuff to Meghan King was like whoa whoa whoa! Like Bravo fans were freaking out,
0: freaking out. And are we I, sure it's pronounced Cuff and not No idea. Cuff-y?
2: No, I it think looks it's cuff-y. Like I cuffy. I think it's
0: I think it's Cuffy oh, I, I it think that it's all right. I think it's a nickname of sorts. I don't know
2: coffee. I I was uh, just walking around the house, screaming to my boyfriend, who doesn't really follow celebrity, you know, gossip like that. And I was like, "Joe and Dr. Jill were at a former Real Housewife of Orange County's wedding. It is just shocking, and I never thought I'd see." And then, yeah, three weeks of dating. I guess when you know, you know, love it for a swipe, as you said, and all of that. I'm really happy for them. They the The two pictures of them that we've seen, they look very happy. And, you know, they walk down the aisle together. So something is right. But I am aghast.
1: I have a shady question, if I may.
2: Please. Of course.
1: Madison LaCroix engaged to her boyfriend of seven months. Christina Hack engaged to her boyfriend of less than a year. Megan King married to Cuff Owens after three weeks. Which couple are you giving the best shot to make it?
2: oh that is very very hard god none of them i guess <laughs> I that was the ping. right
0: answer That's travis answer. cronin ding ding ding
2: <laughs> not a single one i don't know first i'll just say christina hack for no mm-hmm. other reason that she seems the most down to earth of all of the brides and sort of the less chaotic in her relationships but none of them is my final answer okay
1: it's third wedding for both Christina and Megan, and it'll be second for Madison LeCroix. So I'll give it to Southern Charm because she also, you know, got it out of her system maybe with the A Rod drama. Um, we've never met the guy. He, I don't even know his last name. It's like very, he's not even on her social. So maybe, maybe okay. Madison finally figured it out. I don't know.
2: Good luck to Madison. Good luck. Uh, Maybe, you know, he is related to a royal or a president and they will be at that wedding and we can get a Southern charm White House crossover that apparently is things happening right now. Well, let's take it across the pond because Adele is all over the place this week. Um, She has new magazine covers, new Instagram lives, where she's sort of trying to figure out the young kids vernacular. And I have been living for all of it. There have been so many good new Adele quotes that we have not gotten in three or four years, possibly. So she filed for divorce from Simon Konecki, thank bejesus, in 2019. They have an eight-year-old son named Angelo, and she opened up to British folk and she said, it wasn't right for me anymore. I just didn't want to end up like a lot of other people I knew. I wasn't miserable, miserable, but I would have been miserable had I not put myself first. But yeah, nothing bad happened or anything like that. Neither of us did anything wrong. Neither of us hurt each other or anything like that. I was just, I want my son to see me really in love and be loved now she is of course dating lebron james's sport agent rich paul we love to them she confirmed to a lot of the magazines sort of um that they have been friends for years after they initially meeting at a party and she says i did date before rich but they hated it they'd finished they'd find it stressful being out or being seen with me which meant that i was guarded Um, all the time and never evolved because we were never experiencing things together. Whereas Rich Paul is not frazzled by it all. It's like it's consistent and considerate enough. And I don't care who knows. She also opened up about her 100 pound weight loss and she says it was because of anxiety working out would just make me feel better. And I was never about losing weight. It was always about becoming strong and giving myself much time every day without my phone now, these were the great magazine interviews, but let's turn to the best quote, which she was on Instagram Live. And a fan asked her, what's your body count? And she says, what's my body count? What does that mean? In just the cutest British way ever. And then found out that the body count is slang for how many people a person has slept with. Adele appeared unfazed and just moved on to the next question. Now, uh, did you guys see the clips from the Instagram live? It was just the most wholesome, adorable thing I've seen Adele do.
0: Gave me life. I feel like Adele and I would be friends and we would like to hang out together. I felt that way after I saw her do uh, carpool karaoke.
2: Yeah can see you guys sharing a cuppa Sarah here on what did you think (laughs)
1: yeah I mean loved it love seeing Adele get back out there the clip about her being a Justin Bieber fan was fun um I think you know a lot of celebs in quarantine were big on Instagram lives and it was an interesting time and now it's kind of gone away a little bit which is nice so now when something like this happens it's a nice surprise um and you know I know I was a little down last week thinking I didn't want to be depressed by the album but it's starting to that thing where it gets dark really early so I'm ready (laughs)
2: Sad girl, November is going to be upon us for the Adele album. Gwen Flamberg, let us keep it across the pond and the queen is sporting a brand new accessory that she has been seen out and about with us. Tell us about her new piece of her fit that she has done on the gram.
0: You're not talking about a matching hat to her coat or perhaps the handbag that she always carries. Or the umbrella sometimes she has an umbrella yes indeed this week she was going to a service at westminster abbey and she was carrying a walking stick this made world news you guys but like newsflash: she's 95 years old it's okay if she'd like to walk with a walking stick for quote comfort which is what sources say is why she was walking with the walking stick or otherwise and quite honestly I just love to see her because even with the walking stick, as she has been these last few weeks, even months, you know, like all smiles, you guys, she's in a great mood. She was in a beautiful royal blue hat and and coat and she had a walking stick.
2: See, it made me feel more comfortable that she had a walking stick. And I loved it because she oh, yeah. is 95 years old. That's and right. that trek into Westminster Abbey is a long, it's like a Las Vegas hallway. It is a That's long right. runway. <laughs> That's and right. I am really glad that she had her walking stick. It made me feel comfortable. I'm glad that she is comfortable with the walking stick. And you're right. She looked in amazing spirits. And it's sort of the best I've seen her look since Prince Philip's passing. Yes, I agree. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing. You keep on walking. You. Th- Three-legged goddess. <laughs> All right. Now, let us move on to someone who is having um a lovely love times right now. They are very in love with a Burger King. Yes, Jen Garner and John Miller himself, the Burger King. We have heard from a source that they are, quote, serious and totally set on a long-term future together. The source adds, they have taken their time to get this committed. And for a good while, it was important for both both of them to focus on their kids and enjoy their time together in a low profile way. Their friends believe it's a case of when versus if they announce an engagement, but they're being quite old fashioned and respectful until that happens and it's unlikely they've lived together before things are formalized in the meantime they've been enjoying romantic vacations together weekends away date nights the source says it's hard to remember Jen this happy she definitely feels safe and secure with John and who's unlike anyone else she's ever dated he's hugely successful in his own right and she loves his mature and measured take on life being with someone as down to earth and calm as John is exactly what Jen needed in a partner now on this this podcast. We love to see someone break up the celebrity and date a businessman. Yes, that is what we love to see. Gwen Flamberg, were you happy about this Burger King update? Is this how you would like to have it your way? (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, it in fact is flame broiled is always best but truly you know i have said it a gajillion times on this podcast and elsewhere i think that this is the exact exact type of person that jen garner should be with someone who's stable someone who's a little bit outside the business um someone who she can just enjoy life with and not having to constantly be under the scrutiny of the paparazzi And, you know, when they kind of took a little break, I was sad about it. And so I'm very happy to hear that this is this this relationship is on the go.
2: Nice. Are you doubling down on this Whopper, Sarah Huron?
0: (laughs) I certainly am. You know, I love an impossible Whopper,
1: actually, during my on and off uh, vegetarianism. And I love Jennifer Gardner. She means so much to me. And I'm just happy she's happy. And I like to hear good things about her, especially as you know, Ben and Jen just continue to step out and kind of dominate the headlines in the news and look great doing it. Um, You know, that picture she posted like from his movie premiere, like looking at like looking back at him. It's like, you know, these two I feel like are so serious. So I'm happy that Jennifer Gardner is also, you know, living her best life with John Miller.
2: Me too. And is there anyone better at showing up to a red carpet than Jennifer Lopez? Every single she's never missed every single time. She looks fantastic it is a skill and she is she has her phd in the red carpet world Well, speaking of PhD in red carpet world, Sarah Huron, why don't you tell us about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and sort of what's going on? You know, the Kardashians are known, whether it be weird, whether it be inspiring to stay really, really good friends with their exes, their baby daddies, all of that in nonconventional ways. What are we hearing about Kim Kardashian still West and Kanye? Sorry. Yay is his name.
1: That is his name. No, I mean, you're so right. The Kardashians are known for their, like, amazing ability to co-parent and, like, keep people in the family that are cheaters or, you know, maybe made inappropriate comments about abortions and everything like that. And you have to admire it. And they always cite, you know, Chris and the late Robert Kardashian as their example. And I always love that. But you guys, Kim on SNL was Everything. I have not been able to stop talking about it. I cried in the Las Vegas airport watching the clips. I mean, there was a hangover involved, but I really got emotional. I was so proud of Kim. I love anytime a Kardashian succeeds in doing something that people just assume they're going to fail at. It makes me so happy. I can't even explain it. And I thought the monologue was great. I mean, obviously, like, no shit. They don't write this stuff, you guys, but no SNL host does. Like, that's not how it works. So I hate that criticism. I'm so happy for Kim and Kanye was by her side and he helped her a source told us help her picked out her outfit that she was going to wear knew about the monologue knew about the um, jokes that she was going to make, including the ones at his expense. You know, she talked about how he was the greatest rapper of all time. So why would you ever divorce him? Oh yeah. His personality. Like she had, <laughs> she, she took digs at everyone basically in her family. And Kanye was in the know and he, they will continue to work together and collaborate. Um, but the divorce is still moving forward. So I think people get confused and probably just assume they're back, Together, but there's no romantic things going on from everything we're hearing. They're just very much intertwined in each other's businesses.
2: Yeah. Gwen Flamberg, I'm starting a new segment right now. Is this wonderful or weird how well they're co parenting and how much time they're supposed to together as exes?
0: Interesting. With these two, it's really a tie. It's both wonderful and weird. I wish I knew what was really going on with them because that I find personally perplexing. But any couple who can live separately be separate and also like be together for their kids is like pretty spectacular course it takes a lot of handlers and money (laughs) to do this (laughs) and they've got that.
2: That is a very good point, Gwen, that when you have a bunch of assistants, nannies, managers, it is a lot easier to co-parent with a team around you versus just yourself.
0: I was actually really impressed with her on SNL. She was way more entertaining than I expected she was going to be.
1: And I mean, was that Bachelorette skit made for me or made for me? Tyler Cameron, (laughs) Kim, Jesse Williams, a.k.a. Jackson from Grey's Anatomy, Chase Crawford, a.k.a. Nate from Gossip Girl. It was like everything.
2: Yeah, I assumed you had a hand in writing that, Sarah.
1: I wish. <laughs> Call me, SNL. I guess they don't need me. There's other basic girls around in that that uh, set. Yeah,
2: I was watching the clips the next day and I was like, oh, I'll just see what's up with her monologue. And then it was so good that I watched every single clip she was on and I was not disappointed one bit.
1: OJ's daughter is very upset about the joke about the stab in the dark. But other than that, I think it went well. <laughs>
2: You know. Yes, I did that? see that. Uh, no, Nicole Brown's sister was upset oh, that about was? it. Okay, yeah. I thought it was yeah. OJ's
1: daughter. It's Nicole
2: Brown's. Okay, that Nicole makes Brown's mess. sister. Yes, uh, uh, noticeably upset. So sorry to Nicole Brown's family that you're still going through this and that OJ is still on the loose. someone who is still on the loose without being locked up, Jamie Lynn Spears. I'm not saying lock her up, but I'm saying, you know, I'm still angry at her. So we talked about last week that she has her memoir, but she changed the title recently. She said uh, last Monday that her book will now be called Things I Should Have Said. It'll be in stores January 18th, and the working title before that was I Must Confess, which is, of course, a line from Britney Spears' debut single, Baby One More Time. Um, So Jamie Lynn was trying to pay homage to her sister and sort of ride on her coattails with this memoir, and then immediately changed it when she wasn't on this side. Now, we're told from sources that she is going to discuss uh the britney conservatorship a little bit but that's not going to be the focus of the book so i'm a little nervous to read this because i feel like we're not going to get the answers that we want to celebrity biography expert sarah huron what do you think from everything that we have heard no the title change that jamie lynn is probably going to talk about in this book
1: um yeah i think this book is actually going to end up being a major disappointment sorry zoe 101 i loved you then and i'm in indifferent and kind of scared of you now um I think that Jamie Lynn is going to definitely um tread with caution with all the Britney stuff because the Britney army has made it clear that they are not her biggest fan and I also think it's even if what she does say everything's going to be questioned like it's going to be confusing and I've said it before I need like a full deep dive on the Spears family each individual member whether it's her brother Jamie Lynn her her parents um but I need it from like an unbiased source I don't need Jamie Lynn's side of the story I need someone to who was there to tell me what really went down because i feel like there are so many missing pieces but my favorite part of the story is that britney is just like not having it and made her instagram <laughs> caption p.s also great news i'm thinking of releasing a book next year tongue stick out emoji but i'm having issues coming up with the title so maybe my fans could help option one shit i really don't know option two i really care what people think what do you guys think Savage.
2: <clears throat> Absolutely savage. I love how she's, you know, allowed to do her social media everything that she wants to. And she's shady and witty that we haven't seen from Brittany in ever. Yeah, did
1: you see her caption today? She was like wearing a hat and she was like, oh, I look like the girl in the uh, Crimey River video. Oh, wait, that's me. Like, because Justin had a lookalike. Like, it's I, it's always like this weird thing of concerning, but also amazing. And I feel like the last couple of days, things have been, things have been better. It's like, it's fun and light again. We're getting fun britney versus like oh god what do we do with this britney
2: absolutely fun britney what do we do with this britney is it is a good sign of things to come we wish the best for you miss spears not you jamie lynn This news sort of did shooketh me a little to my core. Uh, Chris Noth and Sarah Jessica Parker were spotted filming the Sex and the City reboot somewhere. Gwen Flamberg, tell me why these paparazzi pictures made waves and rumblings throughout the world.
0: Oh, they did my heart right, Travis. So they were filming in Paris on one of the bridges. I can't pronounce it. It's a pontu, blah, 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 you know, long French name. But the bridges over the River Seine in Paris are traditionally where there are love locks. And it's a very romantic spot. And of course, fans of Sex in the City will remember that it was in Paris when Big went to go rescue Carrie after she was Russian. having a very, yes, difficult time moving there with the Russian. So, uh, you know, I'm just really stoked. I'm really excited. Obviously, they were filming for uh, the Sex in the City reboot and Just Like That, which is set to air at some point in December on HBO Max. I cannot wait because we're going to get some clarity on what they were doing in Paris. I hope that it was romantic and amazing.
2: Yes, we didn't even think he would be in the reboot. We saw all these pictures of them filming in New York. It was like, oh, fine. We can't hear any of the dialogue, so I'm not trying to judge the show. But after seeing these paparazzi pics, it made me very, very excited. Sarah Huron, were you excited?
1: Um, I'm feeling a couple different ways about the Sex and the City revival. It's interesting because there was that like leak of the script that said um you know she was talking about a divorce and then there was like the pictures of people at a funeral so people thought big was dead because also right. the writer originally said like the third movie was going to be he was going to be dead now we're seeing him filming a lot more um so i don't know i'm definitely intrigued to see where the story is going to go i'm a little like do i need this like i was watching hocus pocus last night and i was like <laughs> oh like they're making hocus pocus too and i'm like i feel like this is just so perfect as it is like i don't think i need more and sjp's obviously in that so i was like I just don't know if I need it but I will definitely be watching to see what happens and I think that it's fun that they're in Paris they're in New York like they're pulling out all the stops the clothes are great like that is all there so I think it's interesting but I don't I just like don't know if I really need it but we'll we'll see
2: I also think that Chris Knopf might be ghost of Chris Knopf. I think possibly. so. Too. Or flashback. Really? Like- yeah, a flashback or like a ghost. I really think it's going to be because they had that moment in Paris in the original series. And I think she's going to have a hard time. And the ghost of Mr. Big will just float along to the pond day, whatever. And come Harry-
1: If
0: Carrie's not dating, what's the show?
2: right i right. guess
0: so or conflicted about something but the thing is is that we never knew what happened in paris after you know that scene in the hotel so maybe this is a flashback to like what kind of got them together yeah
1: oh or like just like we see he's dead but then like she flashes back to like moments like for the for the thing i don't know i'm yeah. and now i'm in the more i see the pictures i'm like all right i guess i'm gonna be watching
2: Yeah, these pictures really got me excited for the premiere, which is coming up so soon. Do you guys know what it's time for? I think I know. Oh, yes, you do. It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that actually makes me sound like a, like a ring announcer, but I'm trying to move my microphone. Well, let us get started with the first bout. It is to you, Gwen Flamberg. Mm-hmm. We have Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC, who turns 50 this week, versus Eminem, who turns 48. You
0: know, I can't believe that a boy bander is 50, um, but it's really not about age here. It's just that Eminem is the the dopest of the dope. So Eminem is going to win no matter what.
2: ding 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 sorry chris kirkpatrick and your white people dreads and everything else you've got going (laughs) on so right here on next bout is to you we have zach efron who turns 34 this week versus tyler posey who turns 30 this week
1: is that even a question (laughs) (laughs) is everything to me and i don't care about (laughs) teen wolf
2: zach efron Oh, God. Sorry, Teen Wolf, Tyler Posey. This is not going to be the start of something new for your career. All right. Our last bout until the three-way boxing slapdown, Gwen Fleming, we have Snoop Dogg, who is also 50 years old this week, versus John Krasinski, who is 42 this week.
0: Oh, uh, well, you know, John Krasinski definitely has the smarts. We know he does. We know he's got great taste. He's married to Emily Blunt, who's like the coolest hottest smartest chicest strongest lady in hollywood snoop one would think he'd be stoned and would be sleeping on this match but no he does this to fool people and snoop is going to come in under the wire and just do a little roundhouse kick kicking Uh, john krasinski out uh, of the ring it will surprise all
2: Oh my God. We are shocked. Snoop Dogg was not sleeping. He took a sativa that day and his energy is up. All right, Sarah Huron, it goes to you. We have Eminem, the Marshall Mathers, the real Slim Shady, standing up for now, 48, Zach Efron, star of, I don't need to tell you, you know what Zach Efron's been on, and Snoop Dogg, our surprise wow. sleeper boxer, 50 years old.
1: Wow. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. What a group. What a group. Um, you know, I think Eminem or Snoop Dogg might make more sense, but I'm going to stick with Troy Bolton um, and give it to my man, Zach Efron. I mean, I don't know if you saw Neighbors, but those abs are pretty legit.
2: Uh, I sure did. And you are correct about that. The spray tan helped, but they are there as well. God, that color he is in that movie and all of those movies, it's a little hard to look at. Well, congratulations, Zac Efron. You look great and you You won. You win a date with me. You win a (laughs) date with Sarah Huron. Lucky you forget about your girlfriend. Sarah is ready for you. Thank you to my hosts, Zach Efron's rumored new girlfriend Sarah Huron and Gwen Plamberg for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin, on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. With your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion fame of your favorite celebrities. After all, everyone say it with us. There. Just
0: just us.
2: Us. I hope you guys did better than we did. And we will be back next week. We will see you then.